zero COVID. It's a myth. Zero COVID. Cannot be achieved. Anyone shouting it is a fucking liar and opportunist. Zero COVID. Cannot be achieved. Zero COVID. The biggest grift on the planet. Zero COVID. And they know that they are lying. Zero COVID. It cannot be achieved. Zero COVID. We're gonna get ADEs. <laughs> Zero COVID. It cannot be achieved. Zero COVID. Listen, it's not a thing, deep tea. Zero COVID. Zero COVID. Zero COVID. Zero COVID. It cannot be achieved. Deep tea and your indie sage sackos. Zero COVID. <laughs> Crawl back under your rocks where you came from. Take away those diamonds, I don't need those rocks. A second hand car and a new pair of socks. I want liberty without. Good evening, everybody. I'm doing it for once. I'm doing the intro because you're pouring Go on. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to episode, I believe it's 24, of Chasing Descent, the international conversation between a man in a van in France and he's over there pouring his wine as we speak. Uh, and me, Ben, uh, by the way, that's John, by the way, over there in France. And me, Ben, sitting here in, in, in the studio that my audience built. So, um, welcome, welcome, welcome. And John, the first question for tonight, what is the wine of the week? Well, the wine of the week is a cheeky little Colombard Sauvignon from Côte de Gascony. Oh wow! If anybody uh, follows me or John on Twitter, you saw a little, you saw a little spoiler, you saw a little cheeky preview of the wine of the week today, because John put it up there uh, on Twitter and and I retweeted it, and uh, hopefully throughout the course of this evening, John will end up pissed. That's that's the plan. <laughs> well, I spilled a drop. It's all right. I've sucked it back up. Okay, John. Question. I do Go have on. a question. 
How's Question. life been in how's life been in France since Wednesday? Um life's been okay since Wednesday. What have we done? Yeah. We've we've been out. We went to Leclerc yesterday. Um yeah. Melissa's been at school, so we've been doing school runs and things. Um we've had a meeting with the school, so we'll be ramping up the amount of time that she spends in next week or just after next week. Okay. But she seems to be coming um coming round a bit. Um we've been learning our French um as much as we can. Um yeah. going to the boulangerie is actually quite good because we go into this artisan boulangerie and every time you go in and I ask for something different. Oh she then kind of gives me a lesson on how to pronounce the words I'm using. Which is quite good. We uh, oui, madame uh, croissant. <laughs> no, it's always bonjour. You always start with bonjour. But bonjour, madame. Uh, uh, un, uh, oh, un, no, un, un croissant, s'il vous plaît. S'il vous plaît. Et eh, pain eh, ordinaire aussi. Ah oui. Un café? On deux, deux, deux cafés au lait, s'il vous plaît. Oh, oui. I, I know some French, okay? But mm. I, I will tell you this. As, as a man who, before all of this, was for three years straight in France for five or six days every six weeks. Yeah. I don't really know much. No. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. But then again, it, the place I was is Americanized and everybody speaks yeah. English. So you just it, never needed to learn it. It's very difficult to pick French up unless you're immersed in it. Well, well, this is the thing. And if you go to sort of the touristy places, you are not immersed yeah. in French culture. Yeah. You are immersed in uh, a sort of Hollywood version yeah. of French culture. See, that, this is this is where um, this is where being English or or British is a is a hindrance when it comes to speaking a foreign language. Yeah, because. You know, we go to school and we pick a foreign language to learn, whether it be French or Spanish or German or whatever. It was but German for so me. So many, there's so many to pick, right? But we had French lessons and German lessons, but I yeah. continued with German because I just, yeah. for some weird reason, I just love their language. I think yeah, it's, it's quite, quite guttural and it's great if you're feeling aggressive, German, isn't it? Yeah, it's an aggressive language. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit like Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> anyway, so but you go to France or Germany or Holland and you go to school, you're always gonna get English. Well, yeah. So every one of these buggers gets English as a second language. Your 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 little one's probably excelling in her English lessons right well, now. English, well, yeah, because even the English teacher says she speaks English better than I do. <laughs> well, well, I, I wouldn't be shocked, yeah. John. I, I would not be shocked uh, if that were the case. And uh, so, so at least we know that in that subject she will excel. Um, but is, is she settling in well into into sort of school? Uh, well, well's a bit far. <laughs> <laughs> maybe overstepping the mark somewhat but she is coming round I think I think she is starting to come round okay um, well that's and, and you know what it, the whole the whole lifestyle out here is just so much better the, and the opportunities for them are, are just as good as they are in England really or Scotland 
Well, yeah, it's one of one of the richest countries on the planet, still, isn't it? You know, um, it's uh, economically they're in a great position. All I obviously worry about is the uh, medical apartheid going on right now. Well, yeah, you're a, yeah, and, you're a bit that, further down that rabbit hole. Yeah, that is that. That's the big problem here, and we're still we're still got that bridge to cross, and we have discussed various methods around it um, between and, ourselves, uh, as you know. As as you know, we are going to we are going to test some creative ways of doing things over over the next couple of months. We are going to we are go- purely educate. Oh, he's now got his hand on his head. What is going on here? I think. Mark, oh no, we're back. You kind of locked up, but it was weird. Yeah, we're back now. Yeah, we are back. Normally, we get a good connection in the van. Well, what? Well, I, I think this might be something to do with my end. My end's been being a bit of a bastard lately, and my son is in there streaming Roblox, so he's probably stealing apart my bandwidth. Little yeah. bastard. But um, <sighs> yes, what purely educational purposes and and journalistic purposes we will be um we will be we we will we will not be doing anything ourselves but we will be we will be observing won't we john indeed that's what we will be doing we will be be observing and reporting with a you'll know if our observations are successful because one of the episodes will just be me in the van with john (laughs) (laughs) Then, then you'll know if our observations have been successful. But I will say this, and as I have said on Twitter, any trip I take from now on will be an essential business trip. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And any you are meal, you are a high-value businessman. I am. And any any meal that I go for, business meeting. Mm-hmm. Even, yep. if it's, even if it's with my wife and kids, business Definitely. meeting. Definitely, yep. absolutely. What, 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 you, sir? You're just out with your four-year-old daughter. How can that be a business meeting? It just is. Well, no, it meeting. is because you have you have a business meeting, but you don't have any childcare, so yeah. you have to take your daughter with you. Who are you having a business meeting with, sir? Myself. I'm having a business meeting with myself, right? Is your I'm, wife I'm, not I'm, I'm business. Not, not sometimes. Sometimes she is. Sometimes she isn't. But sometimes well, I like to take my kids. You have but a some, business meeting with the wife. But sometimes I do like to go out with the kids without the wife to give the wife a little bit of a break. And if we're going to take the kids somewhere, I'll just say business meeting. And I'll say, well, we make we make we make video content and sometimes they are a part of it. So therefore, business meeting. Absolutely. So um, what else happened this week? Um, McDonald's. McDonald's have made a change, right? Well, they done. Well, you know how McDonald's always go that extra bit just to be cunts? Yeah, and they have done in France there, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. so they won't let you go in if you don't have a pass sanitaire and order your meal to to take away, which yeah. is perfectly legal. And and we've we've tried um, other places like Quick Burger. They they have no problem with you going in, ordering and taking the meal away. Um, Burger King. Fucking go, go to Five Guys, because they're way better than fucking McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Burger King, no problem. So all these people are no problem with going in. The local bistro, go in, order, take away. Absolutely no problem. Okay. 
Um, but McDonald's have obviously thought, oh, hold on, we're losing money here. So they've now added another lane to the drive through So instead of just the drive through there's also this click and collect. Oh, and you can, order your, you can order your meal online and they will bring it out to a table where you then get out your car and take the meal into your car. It's incredibly stupid. <laughs> See, I remember once I was about, what, 18 years old. And um, this, this, is, this, this is just a little anecdote. I just, just popped back into my head. It reminded me of it, actually. And I was pissed out of my tree and on a pair of rollerblades, right? Yeah. And I wanted a McDonald's. And, and you went through the drive-thru. I did. I went through their drive-thru. And they went, are you in a car? Through the speaker box. And I just went, well, I'm on wheels. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm on wheels. And they let me. They let me in. So, yeah. Uh, well, they say they let me in. They served me. And, and they served me at the little window. And I just skated on past like, ooh. <laughs> just rolled on past. Um, <laughs> But I, I didn't think I didn't think there was anything wrong with that because technically speaking, I'm on wheels. I'm going through the drive-through lane. What's the fucking problem? Yeah, I don't see a problem. Nah, sounds fine to me. Now, do you know they don't let people order at the drive-through if they're on foot? Do they not? No. So if you're on foot and you walk up to the drive-through box, then like, yeah. no, I can't serve you. But because I had the wheels under my feet, I was like, I'm, I'm on wheels. <laughs> I'm, I'm so if you're on a scooter or a bike they will they serve you i'm not sure i just know that they will not serve a walking pedestrian but um okay. yeah, yeah. well they probably don't want the wheels in the to come in so they probably would serve you in the drive-thru well, perhaps, yeah um and then, so what's... and then we went into leclerc and and a new sign has appeared on the customer service desk as you walk in and okay. it says so not required. So obviously they were getting people thinking because it's a Leclerc's a fairly big store. And they were yeah. obviously obviously people were maybe thinking, oh, I can't go in there. But they've um they've, they've quashed that. Oh, that's good. That's that, that's good. That's good to hear. So yeah. at least in your little rural area of France, we were kind of talking about you being in rural France versus city yeah. France earlier, weren't we? But in your yeah. little rural area of France, life is pretty much normal um, for now. Apart from bars and restaurants, that's the annoying thing. And we, you haven't you been using week. some? Yeah, you've been using some anyway because they're just not asked. Ask well, them, yeah, right? some some don't ask. Yeah, and the ones that do can always be visited by our good friend Barry. <laughs> Yes, yes, they could. Yeah, I've not so, used it. I've not well, used it. I really don't want to, but you know, I'll, I'll hold out as long as I can. Well, you'll hold out until the thirteenth of October. <laughs> what happens on the thirteenth of October? I'm taking you for a drink. Oh yeah, yeah, right, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and we enter educational phase one. Yeah. <laughs> on our business meeting. Indeed, indeed. And if it all goes tits up and I can't take you for a drink, we'll have a drink in the van. Yes, indeed. So That's what we'll do. So we'll so, we, 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 we see. Um, next, since we're still in France, okay? Yes. Um, France France is still revolting, obviously. Yes, of course it is. And, and, uh, did you see the footage from Paris? Um, yes. Wow. And did you see wow. them 
Did you see them invading the train station? I did not. What's happening? So they're not allowed in the train station without a pass sanitaire, and en masse, everyone went in the train station. I mean, there were London, uh, well, there were protests all over the UK yesterday, actually. It was the Worldwide March for Freedom. So there were yep. there were protests all over the world. Um, and I think the Manchester one, they all sort of invaded the Manchester Arndale, from what yeah. I saw. Um, hi from Fort Stream UK on Facebook. Hello, Fort Stream UK on Facebook. Oh, and hello to the chat. Hi, Lisa. Hi, £7.84. Hi, Natasha. Good evening and welcome. I don't know how many people are watching on whatever platforms because I, I can't see the channels tonight. My OBS is being a dickhead. So, uh, <laughs> but hi, good evening. And obviously, uh, a good evening, Dark Spy as well. So we do have people watching. It's just they're being fairly cool. silent. Chat. I think they're just listening in. Um, Where were we? Yeah, uh, protests. So there were protests all over England yesterday and, and Scotland as well, actually. I believe there was Glasgow and Aberdeen. I, I, I'm, I'm not sure. But, um, oh, Dopamine Machine says, yes, we went into the Arndale. I was at the Manchester protest. Cool. Are you not allowed in the Arndale normally? Well, they, of course, anybody's allowed in the Arndale, but when an yeah. entire group of uh, protesters go marching through. Yeah, good. No. That's gotta. That's gotta be a sight to behold. And I've seen some footage from it, uh, and it did look like you know a lot of fun. But one thing I will say is I had I had a contact on the ground in London yesterday because I was not I was not there. Um, I my wife has not been well, so uh, I I stayed home. But I was told that there were people of all ages, all races, all religions, all marching together once again. Um, I was also told that. Many people actually joined the march who were pedestrians shopping and good, things like that good. as it went yep. through. And uh, I've seen some footage, but not a lot, of uh, Downing Street being covered in red paint. Nice. Yes. Uh, I'm aware that lots of red paint was thrown at Downing Street. Um, Dark Spy says, have decided against getting the treatments to travel for work. Saw the video from John O'Looney. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've we I've seen the video from John O'Looney, and uh, he's he confuses me because he was basically a darling for the BBC, wasn't he? They 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 used to wheel him out as as the the go to funeral director during this pandemic, and all of a sudden he's now turned hill. Um, it, it it it's weird, and he said last night actually he said he got a phone call from a, a frontline nurse, a NHS nurse, and that she wanted to speak out. She wanted to tell her story, and a load of the people here tagged me. Um, and I'm I'm quite happy to interview anyone, as you'll know. But he put a photograph of her phone number directly on the public. No, forum. no. Yeah. Yeah, he did. And you know what? I told him to delete it. Loads of people told him to delete it. We kept saying, delete it, please delete it, please. And he didn't. And um, that 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 bothers me. Yeah, that's not good. No, that's that, not good. I mean, I'm, I, you know, I'm quite happy to take the details of somebody, but he should have sent me to that pr privately. He should yeah. have sent me it privately. Yeah. Um, yeah. And granted, he might just it might just be that he's not adept at the world of social media because his account's not big. So it might be that. But at the same time, when so many of us kept saying, please delete this picture, 
Yeah. And we just got no response. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, um, I, I haven't made contact with the woman at the other end of the number yet because I would have liked to have spoken to him privately and asked him to pass her along our details rather than yeah. the other way around. But um, I, I don't know what to do. Natasha says uh, she wasn't sure on that video. Natasha works in the NHS, by the way. And she says his mm-hmm. dates are wrong. Um, yeah. I, 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 you'd have to expand and elaborate on that for me. But um, yeah, this. Okay. Some of his points I completely agree with. This was made in a lab, or at least it was cultured in a lab. Uh, it didn't come from a wet market. That 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 is pretty much evident at this point. That it no, came I think from- I, I think um, I think we can pretty much agree that it's gain of function research. Yeah, it's it's it. We won't mention any names because I want to start trying to keep these shows up on on certain platforms. But mm-hmm. yes, I agree. It was most likely gain of function research uh, funded by the NIH. That's all mm-hmm. I will say. Yeah, uh, in yep. the in the United States, um, and some people are now trying to rectify their mistakes. Oh. Natasha says, was watching video, he was on about November 19th, temporary morgue in hospital. That would have had nothing to do with the coup. Well, absolutely. Oh, November 19, November 2019. Well, yeah, absolutely. That would have had nothing to do with it because it was November 2019 and we hadn't announced an alleged pandemic at that point. Could have been flu. Could have been flu. I mean, a lot of things in the last 19 months could have been flu, John. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, <laughs> that flu disappeared suspiciously, missing without trace. I mean, in Australia, Australia have the audacity, they have the absolute audacity to say, we didn't have any flu deaths in 2020. Aren't we brilliant? <laughs> Dopamine Machine asks, do you think it, they released it from a lab on purpose. Now, I am gonna. I'm gonna just say, I, <laughs> I, 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 I am not really gonna opine on that. To, to, if I were to opine on it, I think something went horribly wrong because two people from the Wuhan of Institute of Virology, it was around September, October 2019, ended up in hospital with very suspicious COVID-like symptoms. Um, I believe one of them, or maybe even both, I'm not sure, but must have passed away. Um, and I believe that uh, they were patient zeros. And then there was the whole link with Harvard and the professor and his, his lab research assistants who were arrested at Boston Airport yep. transporting viral material. Yep. And one of them turned out to be a serving captain in the <sighs> Chinese Red Army. Yep. So... Yep. And and it's all it's all there. It's still there on the, the American websites. On um, I think it was it Home, Homeland Security. It's yeah, still there it. on the website. You can go and look it. at it. And not one of the MSM have picked it up, apart from Tucker Carlson mentioned it once. See, we were we were. Oh, well, I sort of saw your um, posts actually. We'll, we'll get on to Tucker Carlson. That's a good segue actually. Um, you said something along the lines of. Tucker Carlson and Sky News Australia were the only media sources you trust. 
Well, um, I didn't go as far as to say I trusted them. I well, said there was only two I could to, fail to watch. <laughs> I, 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 well, I was going to say present company excluded, obviously. I, 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 did, I did say. You did. did, say, you did. Oh, and, and Descent Media. <laughs> you did. Um, but I, I have to agree with you. I really... Oh, and Rebel Media can be good. Rebel, right. media, Rebel, Rebel media can be good. They're Canadian and they're run right. by a Jewish Jewish man named Ezra Levant. Um, okay. And they, they've oh. actually they've actually got an Australian wing as well that's run by a man called Avi Yamini. And uh, he goes and he films on the ground in Australia during all of this at the protests, things like that. He questions police. Really good, really enjoyable. So um, Re- Rebel Media and Rebel Australia, really, really worth going to look at. And um, the uh, Ezra Rebel... Avi, they're all on Twitter and they're all worth giving a follow. Um, their their work is stellar. In fact, Rebel have got so under the skin of Justin Trudeau that he, on live national TV during a, a questioning and answering session, refused to answer their questions, uh, even though a judge, a Canadian judge, had ordered he allow them to be there and ask questions. Right. Um, he he then called them a disinformation um, a disinformation rag and things like that on live TV. It's fucking brilliant. It's brilliant. He is so under their skin. He no, sorry, they are no, so under his are. skin. He yeah. fucking hates them. They live rent free inside the head of Justin Trudeau. And you know what? Any organization like that, I'm watching. I'm yeah. watching. And I'm enjoying and I'm consuming their content. And that um, they've been, once again, pretty much spot on the money, pretty much throughout all of this. It's, it's down now, I think, when it comes to being able to have any kind of um, faith, trust or, or anything in any kind of media. We can't look to mainstream sources anymore yeah. because, you know, people can say what they want about me. You know, one of the, one of the, one of the biggest things that the blue hearts say to me all the time is you're not a journalist okay okay right but the, the thing is i'm doing more journalism and more thorough journalism and my best work over what the mainstream media are doing i'm doing far better than they are i'm yeah. doing far more thorough investigations when somebody's got something to say and they want to say it i put them on my platform for you know two three hours if they want to talk yeah. And I, I don't I don't interview people. I have conversations just like we're having now, because I don't think like the traditional interview is is ha- is helpful. I mean, if, if you if you want to know what someone thinks, uh, know what makes them tick and, and know their proper opinions, you have to get into real flowing conversation. And that's that's how I do it. Um, and you don't see that on the mainstream TV anymore. Even with what, what was that BBC News show Hard Talk that they used to do? Yeah. When they, was it was it Paxman? It may have been. But they would they would get you know under the skin of, of somebody famous. It's a half hour segment. It's edited up. It's it's chopped and changed. If it, I think if 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 people want to talk and people want to express their opinions people should be able to hear every word they say raw uncensored and and as we're doing live um and and i think this is the future of journalism and the mainstream have got nothing on us they've got nothing yeah. on us yeah i know i know and the thing is i mean even though um even though i put the podcast out i don't edit the content all i do is i take a snippet to put in the front as a pre-roll, yeah. 
We then have the music, and then we feed into the whole unedited thing. The only thing I occasionally do is take out the the, the start and the end, just so when we're mucking about, you know. And maybe the bits where we go, uh, and freeze sometimes. No, I don't even do that. I oh, don't wow. even do that anymore. I just leave it because it's too time-consuming. It takes ages. Fair enough. Fair enough. But um, uh, Dark Spy says interviews haven't been the same since Parkinson. Well, I'm going to say something, and that can quite comfortably segue off onto another topic of conversation. Um, I thought up until very recently, well, actually, let me rephrase this, because I actually do still feel that he is. I thought the best interviewer on TV was Andrew New. Um, mm-hmm. I thought he was absolutely brilliant. He was no holds barred. He was um, he he got people to talk. He got people and he pressed and he pressed and he pressed. But turns out he's just a spineless weasel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who complained? So apparently, GB News were going to fire him before he resigned. That's Have the you seen the memo. No, I haven't actually seen the memo. But was oh, it... hold on, I'll find the memo. Yeah, it's it was late last night. Um, there, there. Oh, hold on, give me two seconds. Sorry, I'll find this because it's quite interesting. Uh, where is it? The plot thickens. Right here we go. So, this is from the Daily Fail, and it leaked last night. Um, where is it? Come on, where, where's the fucking thing? So, uh, GB News staff announcement. Dear all, this is to let you know that Andrew Neal has left GB News. The board agreed unanimously today to terminate his position as chairman and program host with immediate effect. After discussions with the board, Andrew has made clear via his lawyers that he does not intend to return after his 11 weeks leave, making his position with us untenable. No employer can continue to pay large sums to anyone who is not available to work, whether from Monaco or from here. But they didn't do it. So yeah. they, they, they wrote the memo and they were ready to release it. And then Andrew resigned, right? And when Andrew resigned... Somebody tapped him off. Yeah, but no, because if they'd allowed Andrew... To, if he had allowed GB News to fire him, yeah, he, he'd be out now, right? Yeah. But he's now got a regular spot on Nigel Farage's show every Monday as part of his fucking deal to leave. <laughs> so he he can go about disparaging them and trashing them, but tonight, uh, tomorrow night, he will be live on GB News once again. Oh, good grief. Because it's part of his deal. Like I said, if he if 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 he just waited like a day, maybe two days, and they'd done it and they dropped the dropped the dropped the announcement that, that he was sacked. He would have no obligations right now to GB News. But because he resigned, they they made a deal upon his resignation that he would continue to do regular guest spots. So he's going to disparage this network that he spent a year and a half building from the ground up. And yeah. he's, he's calling it every, you know, he, he's like, I didn't want it to be like Fox News. I quite like Fox News these days, yeah. right? Yeah. It, what did he want it to thing, be like then? I don't know because right, but the thing about making it like Fox News, Fox News, what's what's really wrong with it? Like, yeah. 
they 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 do really robust news they do really robust reporting and they're rarely wrong and just like yeah. any other media outlet if they are factually incorrect i would expect them to retract and and apologize i mean just the same as i would as as someone who likes to think of himself as somewhat professional in what he does sure yeah. i swear i swear and and stuff like that but this is new media guys this is I, I, to coin a phrase that that anna anna breeze says she calls it new media right oh. it's true and on the subject of anna breeze what's oh. her game because I, I thought i thought she actually might have been all right but people kept saying she was a shell and then i find out she's selling masks with uh, anti-vaccine passports on them uh, your slogans on them what the fuck <laughs> right i'm going to address something here right because before i get into this conversation because on our shop we used to have a mask right yes, and, it said, and it said hashtag where yes. are all the sick people in the product description it said for display purposes only and also the the audience were with us when we designed it, right? Yeah. Because the way that the shop works that we have is you can't just stick a picture on it. The only way you can get a picture on a shop is to put an item. Yeah. So we yeah. we put this item on the shop. It said hashtag wear all the sick people because we wanted it to be a hilarious, ironic thing that people yeah. could see. And uh, we we were very clear and upfront that if anybody tried to purchase it, we would cancel the order immediately. Nothing was produced. It was a joke, right? And we yep. designed it together, me and the live audience. We found it quite funny. Yeah. We got attacked for it. We got, you know, yeah. some pictures yeah, I remember put that. out that, that they conveniently cropped off the parts of the product description that, that said these weren't for sale. Um, and it was it was to obviously disparage us. And I can wholeheartedly say once again, we would not have sold one. Yep. No, not a single one was produced. I would not have allowed it. Um, it was a joke because it was meant to be ironic. You know, a, a mm -hmm. picture of a face mask that said, where are all the sick people? Yeah. But she wants people to wear them. Yeah. <laughs> That's just <it's> nuts. <laughs> I mean, she, she, she wants, she... She not only she not only you know would have allowed the sales unlike us. Yeah. She wanted the sales. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm not the type of person that's going to walk around, walk up to people, and you know say take your mask off. If they genuinely, genuinely think it it's a security blanket for them and makes them feel safe, and they've made that decision of their own volition. I, I would be just as bad as anybody telling me that I had to do something if I told somebody they couldn't do something. Right. So yeah. we have to, we have, so I'm not going to tell anybody not to wear one if they genuinely want to. I'm not going to demand it. I'm not going to yeah. pull it off their face. Just like I won't pull a needle out of someone's arm if they genuinely want it. Right. But I wouldn't encourage it. No. I, I wouldn't. Yeah. I would. I, I wouldn't encourage it. And okay, we have to give Anna the benefit of the doubt because that's or, or the right to reply, should I say? Well, yeah. Um, and I'm I'm disappointed. <laughs> I'm not mad. Very, very disappointed in her behaviour. <laughs> Well, she she went to war with uh, actually a good friend of mine. Her name is Vicky. Yeah. 
Uh, and Vicky was the one who pretty much exposed it. And her and Anna went to war. And it was the wrong person to go to war with because, like I say, I know Vicky. And Vicky has lost everything fighting this. She's had, she used to own a salon. She yep. doesn't anymore. She tried to keep her salon open during all of this. She was raided. She was harassed. She was. She lost everything yeah. trying to fight this. And I think that somebody like that shouldn't be attacked at all. Um, I think someone like that should be appreciated for what they have done. And and you know, Anna actually turned around to her and what have you done for all this? I I would say that, that someone like that despite you know the hundreds if not thousands of hours of content that i've produced that we've produced together um i don't think any of it uh, any of the things i've exposed any of the places i've been any of it adds up to what this woman has lost she has lost everything she has lost everything she's lost her home she's lost everything yep and i know how she feels Attacking, oh. attacking her like when when you're going to attack someone and say what have you done, right? Perhaps try being a bit tactful about it because you don't know who you're having a go at. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm assuming Anna had no idea about this, and so once again we have to give her the right to reply. We have to give her the benefit of the doubt, but that that upset me, and I haven't spoken publicly about this at all. I've not tweeted about it. I've not done anything because both of them follow me. Right? Yeah. Both of them follow me. And I've not personally had a problem with Anna. I've not personally entered into an altercation with her. But that cut me deep when I, you know, because like I say, I've seen what this woman has lost. I've, I've got a phone number. We've spoken on the phone. Yeah. Uh, and. <sighs> Who knows, man? Who knows? Like, like I say, that that upset me. So, I I mean, it it takes a lot to stand up to these people because, I mean, we we tried that as well. We tried standing up to the council and the police and everything. We we left our jam open despite it having to be closed because we we argued the case that you know we'd we'd put in reasonable and appropriate measures. You know, we only had one person in at a time, basically, um, and they did their circuit and then moved on. And 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 it was working fine. It was absolutely working fine. And then someone grasped us up. Yeah. Uh, the council sent the police round. The police threatened to arrest. I mean, it, it wasn't the fact that they threatened to arrest us. It was the fact they threatened to arrest our staff and our members. You know, and and then the council um, said, "Well, you're not, you won't get any grant money if you do if you keep going. For fuck's um, sake, you won't get you won't you won't get any allowances, and um, you you still need to pay your rent. And and regardless of whether we'd stayed open or not, they still yeah. want rent for the twelve months we were forced closed." Right, and that's not just us. That's everyone that had a council building, right? So they didn't they didn't single us out. The council still won the rent, even though you were forced closed for God knows how many months. Yeah. So we're not paying it. You know, we're that's just not paying it. Good. So we're we're you know thousands in debt to the council. But I what mean, are they going to do? They're going to throw us out. I don't. You know, think we'll they... pay a rent when we're open, but we'll not pay a rent when we're shut. Not in the, not 
good. Not when they told us to shut. You exactly. Know? If if it's them that you owe the rent to and they forced you to close and made you unable to trade to generate the revenue to pay that rent, yeah. I think it is incumbent on them to pay that rent. Yeah, and obviously I would I would I would stand with you against them on that every day of the week. And yeah. in fact, if you want to do something just like a 20 minute conversation about it separately, I'll put that out. <laughs> I'll yeah. put that out, and we'll fuck, yeah. we'll fuck them. Quite frankly, yeah. Because... I mean, we've been we we were interviewed on a UK column. I oh, really, yeah. We Andrew and I were on UK column. We, David Scott interviewed us, and uh, I'm guessing that was a lot of fun because it, it always looks like it's a lot of fun there. Yeah, but, it's, um, it's all right. <laughs> but um, that's that's good. But like I said, if if you want to do something like in depth and on point and talking directly to the council yeah and, and we can tag them in it and we can share it everywhere and we can can we can let them know that we're making some noise that's, yeah yeah we could do yeah I, I i think that could be could be a lot of fun uh, and andrea used to be um andrea used to be the go-to girl for bbc radio scotland when it came to talking about gyms and women's rights and things Oh yeah, I bet she's uh, I bet she's blacklisted now. And they would they would phone her, you know, maybe once a month or whatever, and and she would be on um, with Kay. I don't know if you heard of her. No, I haven't because I'm not. Into yeah, Scotland. well, she's she's quite big up here, but she would be on BBC Radio Scotland, and you know she would give her her, her bit. And then one time, <laughs> she. She gave them. She gave them what she thought of COVID and the rest, the government restrictions, and she's never been phoned since. <laughs> I, I, I'm not shocked, John. I'm not shocked yeah. that she's never been phoned since, because they don't like truth bombs on BBC. They they no, like they to they like to forge the narrative. They don't yeah. like to they don't like to question the narrative, yeah. or at least they don't like to question the narrative that they are being asked. To forge. <laughs> yeah, so that was that. So that on the, on that on the point of conversations and things, I, I was having a Twitter thing today, and yeah. and this guy engaged with me about um, about immigration. Because well, we've, okay. we've not really touched on immigration, have we? No, no. So I, and and one of the questions that someone had asked is. Why do these people leave a safe country, i.e. France, to come to the UK? I can answer that question right now. Well, I, I, I answered that question with, you have to be in France for two years before you're entitled to any benefits. This is it. France don't fucking give them anything. Exactly. Yeah, And even when they build a little shanty town in Calais, eventually they got fucking pissed off with that and took the bulldozers through it. Yeah, uh, France don't give them anything. <laughs> So then he started going on about he started going on about the tents in Paris. You know how some of the immigrants and homeless people have got tents in Paris. Yes. And, and I said, you look at any big city in the world, and you get the same thing. Yeah. And it, it, at that point, this is what really pisses me off with these people because they're so lazy, inept, and stupid. Because they come back at you with, show me um. Show me evidence of tents in London, Madrid, Lisbon, or whatever, and I'm thinking at that point. Yeah, at that point, my hackles always go up because I'm not, I'm not an unpaid researcher. So actually, 
And what what I didn't do this time that I will do in future is I'll just give them a price. I'll say like twenty euros per city, and I'll give you the information. Yeah, good. <laughs> because because I just muted them at that point because I, I, he's not worth blocking because he didn't have a high follower count. But I muted them because then he'll be talking away to himself basically, and nobody will see it. <laughs> oh, I think I've. I think I've given you a gotcha here. <laughs> oh, oh yes. But oh, 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 I said, I said gammon. I said gammon. Oh, oh gammon. <laughs> so just for my own interest, I just went on to Google or DuckDuckGo, which would be my preferred choice. And I went, homeless tents, London, right? And bang, pictures yep. galore, right? Yep. Tottenham Court Road, you know, behind yep. them all, whatever, yep. right? So I've, it's seen, like, I've seen it with me on eyes. How fucking lazy are these people? So when I was driving up, um, it was the end of last month, so the end of July when I was driving up to Hyde Park, um, I was driving up actually directly up from um, fucking side of the Thames up towards Trafalgar Square, so straight up. You turn right and you go up. And uh, there were two four-man tents just on the road. Well, not yeah. on the road, but on the, on the sidewalk. Two four-man tents just on the sidewalk right up there. Um <laughs> <laughs> Adam yeah. says I nearly slipped into Greta there when I was doing that. <laughs> How dare you, Adam? <laughs> well, we need to talk about Greta later. I've got it on my list. I have a list. Uh, she's she's done something again, is she? No, no, it's that, it, it, it's not so much Greta as climate change, but it's on my list. Yeah, well, while we're while we're we're kind of gibbering about that, should we have a quick chat about insulate Britain? About what? Insulate Britain. Oh my god! Go on then. So they're the climate protesters that keep getting on yeah. the M25 every single day, right? <laughs> I, I kind of feel like this is my fault. Man, did I just did I just sniff? <laughs> I might have to cut that out. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, everyone. For some reason, my eyes are streaming tonight. I don't know um, what it is. I, I seem to be getting allergic to France. Well, I, I will say that Insulate Britain are not doing what I'd suggested. They're not. No. Okay. What I'd suggested is a couple of hundred lorries just slow driving along yeah, the yeah. M25, right? Insulate Britain are being facilitated by the police. You yeah. step out into the road. The police are stopping the cars so that the protesters can safely step out. There's yeah. video footage of it. Now, yeah. that in itself is very suspicious in my view. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. very suspicious in my view. Why, why are the police stopping the traffic to let I, them I, get onto I, the carriageway? Absolutely no idea, unless it's part of a government narrative on the run-up to COP26. Well, is it? Because this is, like I say, it's very, very suspicious. Because let's let's see the amount of people, see the amount of people that complain about them blocking the roads and causing all this chaos. Is there a little bit of jealousy there? Because really, that's what we should have been doing. (laughs) Yeah, but also let's juxtapose this against Wednesday just past. I think it was Wednesday. Uh, there was a Wednesday or Thursday. There was a pro- another protest in London, yeah. Um, another anti-restriction protest in London, and the uh, police started violently beating people. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
The I've police the start violently beating people uh, versus insulate Britain who are blocking the M25. And from what I saw earlier on, because of insulate Britain and their protest yesterday, uh, a woman has, a mother has, I believe, died from a stroke. Was uh, was caught in uh, was in the ambulance in in the traffic jam and Insulate Britain kept the ambulance there for six hours. Oh my god! <sighs> yeah, um, that's bad. And she obviously, if she got to the hospital, she could have been. Yeah, but she wasn't. Yeah. So, it's, when when t- give me one example of a anti anti lockdown protest killing anyone. Well, I can't off the top of my head, certainly. No, because it, it doesn't exist. That example yeah. doesn't exist. Despite yeah. the fact, ladies and gentlemen, that hundreds and hundreds of thousands of us descended together the entire length of Oxford Street, packed, shoulder to shoulder. No masks, no distancing, plenty of hugging, kissing, singing, dancing. And not a single yeah. one of those protests yeah. has because ever does, led... Does. The difference is if you block a road in a city, there's an alternative route. Yeah. Okay. If you block a major artery, like a road, a, a motorway, it's like putting a clot in it, isn't it? Well, because uh, nobody can go anywhere. You can't get off it. You you can't just you, turn. Why, why do you, you just why can't do you turn and drive across the, the lorries? So why yeah, you, I know. That's why you you can't just turn and drive across the fields. You know, you're stuck. You you are stuck, but but also in the in the cities, the protests that we do if we're blocking the road, you know we're moving because it's a march. Yeah. yeah right. So that the road the road will be blocked for as long as it takes for the protest to walk past. And I believe if there was, a, especially with our lot, if there was an ambulance trying to get through, we would part like the red fucking sea to let that ambulance. Through, yeah. Yeah. Right. And we would facilitate it getting through. Yeah. I mean, even when there were hundreds and hundreds of thousands of us in Hyde Park before one of these marches started, plenty of people on our group were walking around with bin bags to make sure everybody put their rubbish in bin. Right? Yeah. That's the kind of people that go out on our protest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When XR, who apparently care about the environment, care about climate, when they protest, they leave fucking tons of waste. They tons just leave it. Tons yeah. of plastic rubbish quite yeah. often. And they leave it. And then us, the anti-restriction law, we clean up after ourselves. We yeah. always do. We, we, we do not instigate anything, okay? It's like, I, I don't understand how these guys get away with it. It's like when they go to, like, was it Barclays or HSBC or whatever, mm. and they get a, twi- a, a, a chisel and they just start hammering the windows. And it's like, nobody stops them. Well, the police just stand there and quite literally, I think what they're doing, well, I think what the police are doing is shoving their own fingers up their own asses and thinking, oh, this looks interesting. Yeah, it's like, why does nobody stop them? Because your instinct, surely, as a cop is to stop crime happening if you see it, not to stand there and allow it to continue. Because the headlines don't get created if they stop it. Mm-hmm. They have they have to allow the headlines to be created, John. That's the point. Yeah, the I think point, you're right. The, the point of all of it, right? Because I, I guarantee you, ninety nine, perhaps one hundred percent of the people that protest at an Exile demo or an Insulate Britain demo do exactly what they tell us not to do. We know that yeah. one of the co-founders of XR drives around in a fucking diesel gas 
guzzling fucking four by four. Oh, yeah. I need it to take my kids to school. She's out. You could get a Tesla. You could. You could get well, a Tesla, you naughty, naughty to girl. Fair, to be fair, a Tesla's probably worse oh, in I real think. terms. Oh, I believe so. Yeah, and this is this is this is another thing about the mining for cobalt and things like that. Yeah. Um, and you, then you what do you the do with the battery when it runs out and all that? Yeah. I mean, one of the biggest scams on this earth is the concept of carbon offsetting. You can you can sell your you can sell your carbon footprint to us, and uh, and we'll offset it for you. Well, uh, right. So if if you if you if you can avoid. If you can avoid your carbon deficit by offsetting it yes. and being taxed on it, then yes. carbon isn't a problem. Exactly. But exactly. I, 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 I would, I would suggest from everything I've read that yes, the climate's changing. Okay. The, the climate, climate changes. Climate changes. That's what it does, um, yeah. and it runs on cycles, and it. it, it there's nothing we can do to intervene. Um, and on the flip side, we're not accelerating it, I don't think. I don't think we are. I don't think we're making any difference whatsoever. If you think about it, people, I mean, watch out for my series with uh, Latimer Alder. I can't we talk wait. about climate shots um, where we do small sippets. He, he, he believes, he still believes that humans have an influence on climate. I, I personally think it's basically all down to that big yellow thing in the sky. Well, see, actually, I, I could get on board that, that humans and, and, the, and the, everything we pump into the atmosphere has a very marginal, marginal and negligible effect. Well, there are, right? there are two things, two things that I think go against that. One is, um, if you look at the actual real data, <laughs> CO2 follows temperature change, not the other yeah. way around. It doesn't drive it, okay? Secondly, the the human aspect of carbon dioxide production is, is basically 0.003% of a gas that makes up 0.04% of the atmosphere. And, and, and 0. That's well, tiny, tiny. And and 99% maybe, or nah, let's be a bit more generous, 80% of, of that 0, 0.00 whatever um, is China and India. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That is. And, and you're not going to change how they, they do things. Although China, China's being pretty smart because China's building a thorium nuclear reactor. I've always said if you want to change to renewable, clean energy, go nuclear. That's what yeah. I've always said. I've said we have the solution. We have it right here. Um, the only issue is you've got to build them safely, right? And if you yeah. do so, if you do so, fucking your quid's in. Bob's your uncle. Well, but that is the they're solution. Going, yeah, they're going, they're going thorium molten salt, right? So this thing, this thing can't fail. Yeah, well, sorry, it can't fail catastrophically. So even if all the power's turned off, all that happens is the the the, the ice plug and the, the salt thing melts and it dumps all the fuel. So it, it, it's 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 like a foolproof design. Thorium is so safe, and yet nobody's built one before. I, and I think the reason is because they're too they're too good. 
and you can't make weapons grade plutonium from them. I I think um I think I think you could be right because um like I've said I've always looked to if you want if you want all of this to to, to all of us to go on to renewables energy cl- green energy go nuclear you've got yeah. to and and the solution is already there we don't need to fund all these fucking ridiculous i mean i live in east sussex right john we got one of the world's biggest wind farms if not the world's biggest wind farm offshore it is a fucking eyesore john it is a fucking eyesore i mean all the way from new haven to brighton and beyond it is out there there are fucking hundreds of them and they are ugly okay and anytime anytime i fly to paris Anytime yeah. I fly back from Paris, we fly over them and they've all got the little red lights on top. And yeah. there are fucking hundreds of them. And okay. it's just. Here we go. Live. Live from the national grid. Right. Our current our current energy production at the moment for the UK. Nuclear, 16%. Okay. This is as we speak. Gas turbine, sixty percent. Okay. Yep. Biomass, five percent. Yeah. Wind, four percent. Four percent. God. Solar. Well, zero at the moment because it's dark. <laughs> and, and solar will. Once it gets uh, once it gets past November, solar will effectively be zero until April. So what you're telling me is coal, coal, two percent. So even coal, which has been phased out, is still producing half as much as as wind. So so what you're telling me is that that if it, it, it is one of if not the world's largest wind farm out there, just off the coast of New Haven and Brighton, stretching beyond. Is producing yeah. fuck all energy for this country, and like yeah, Adam, like Adam says here, they destroyed marine habitat for that. And yeah. like, like I tell you, these things are huge. There are hundreds of them, uh, and they kill a lot of birds. I was going to say, how many birds are flying into these fucking things daily? Yeah. All right, kill a lot. Um, and 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 I would I would suggest their carcasses are polluting the ocean. Um, yeah. Just, just like the uh, billions now of masks that are yeah. floating out there in the ocean are, are polluting away. Um, what are we doing? What are we doing? So, so nine percent of our ener- our current energy needs is coming from France, the Netherlands, and Belgium. Yeah, we're having to buy it because we can't we we can't produce enough. Well, that's to, why any. Well, anybody who knows uh, anybody who's a a customer of EDF, it's it's Electricity du France. That's yeah. what it is, Electricity mm-hmm. du France, EDF. Um, I, and I, I, what I, does France have that we don't? Nuclear. Well, we, they have a lot of nuclear in France. Good, good. Okay, yes, it, it can be dangerous. Okay, and I think all of the money, all of the money we waste. Every year, oh, let's try and let's try and make some more renewables. Stop fucking wasting that money on these ah, and just like, build you, nuclear plants. You look at a single 
wind turbine and it, it uses something crazy like 250 tons of of steel right well, yeah, 350 Brighton, they're huge th yeah 350 tons of concrete and, yeah. and concrete concrete is one of the dirtiest processes you know the one of the dirtiest manufacturing processes known to man yeah okay so it uses all that shit um and and all the iron that's used on it's got to be mined and produced using diesel for all the big trucks and things and then it's yeah. got to be shipped across the world then it's yeah. got to be smelted and yeah and um it's got to be smelted and 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 uh, what do you call them well it's got to be smelted using coke which is coal basically and that's that's again using hundreds of tons of that yeah. to produce all the steel that's used in yeah. the, the wind turbine by the time you add all that energy expended, that thing is never going to come close to to producing the amount of energy that has been used to make it before it falls apart. I agree. I agree. I, I agree. Um, the other thing that I've always been a big purveyor of is hydroelectricity. I think that that there is there is there is merit in hydroelectricity. As Current well. production of hydro and the and. The UK just now to meet our needs is currently sitting at one percent. Well, they should. They should. They if they like I say, if they want to ramp up clean yeah. energy, you build nuclear plants and you build hydro. Right? They're yeah. all you need. They're but all the problem you need. is the problem is all your hydro is either in Wales or Scotland. Yeah, I two countries. Two countries that. Are that are ruled by fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah, they are ruled by fucking idiots. You're not wrong. That's exactly what they are. They're, they're, they're... Oh, I, can't... <laughs> I can't believe it, John. I can't believe I we're sitting... I, I tweeted today because somebody said... Some, somebody tweeted something about Mark Drayford. I think it was something... They put a picture of him up and they said something like, um, I can't... I can't um, oh, if... The, if, if if ever a if athlete's foot was a human, that's yes. that's what it would yes. look like. And I replied, I still can't fucking understand how he went from Nables to ruling wheels. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, Wales being ruled by I believe that's a Harold Bishop joke. Um, yeah, yeah. Right, but but then the 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 obvious question is, how's your son, Mark? How's your what? How's his son? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't think that anybody who stands by a son that does some of the things his son has done is worthy of running anything, let alone a country. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his son's overstepped the mark quite dramatically. Beyond overstepped the mark. And I believe, like I said, um, Mark has clearly stood by him and kept him in his life. Mm -hmm. And therefore, I don't think Mark has the right kind of judgment uh, needed and the right right mindset, the right, right frame of mind to be in charge. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It. Um, just on that, because I, I understand that's his blood, that's his son, and the issue is yeah. uh, emotive. Um, but 
you have to apply the same logic to what he's been doing to them for the last 19 months because uh, uh, it's either following orders or what he's done has been emotive. And I would say that any decision based on Mark Drakeford's emotions is not a rational one. You, you, you're drinking water now. Hey, I was just having a sip. Am I not allowed to have a sip of water? <laughs> he's trying to keep himself from having hangover tomorrow, guys. I've got to up early tomorrow. I've got the school run. Got the school run, and then what are your plans for tomorrow, then, John? Um, I need to get I need to get climate shots up and done. I need to get that edited and out. So it's, if you I don't know if you've noticed, but I've I've uploaded three episodes of Chasing Descent today, so it's up to date. I had not noticed, but um, yeah. well done. Oh, well fact, done. one of them scheduled. One of them scheduled. It goes about half eleven tonight, but the other two are up now. That's good. Um, that's good. That's good to hear. And then I'll, I'll, I'm hopefully going to do this one more or less, you know, as we finish. Yeah. And then, um, then we can, we can uh, be right up to date, and I'll try and keep up to date. Well, uh, Wednesday, this Wednesday coming is our twenty fifth conversation through chasing descent which will actually be our 28th conversation in total this yeah. is not i mean um oh good night natasha she says right i'm knackered i'll see you all later have, have a oh. have a good sleep bye-bye but um yeah tw- 28 conversations and uh i'm still going strong i, I love these this is my i love these shows <laughs> uh, they're my my favorite favorite two nights of the week at the moment I must admit. That's good. And we're going, like, come, come hello, high water. We will be doing it in person. Absolutely. Um, we were on climate change and we talked about China and yep. the thorium reactor. Oh, what about, well, let's stay on the climate change theme just now. What about um, the recent report on the Antarctic climate data. I have not seen it, so you will have to put me up to scratch. Okay, so unfortunately, and just in time for COP26, it appears there is a marked cooling trend over the last couple of years in Antarctic ice. Okay. And it's increasing. Yes, I had saw this. I have seen this. (laughs) And it's increasing at an, an incredible rate. Do you remember? Right, this is this is why I don't pay any attention to the climate lunatics, right? How yeah. many times have they told us the world is ending in two years? The world is oh, ending in three years. Oh, the, yeah. the world is ending in ten years. Al Gore, yeah. oh, we've got two years before it's too late, right? Bollocks. Yeah. It's all yeah. bollocks. It never comes to fruition. And the thing Another. is. People have got such short fucking memories because they've been doing this scam over and over and over again throughout my lifetime. Just over and over and over again. They'll set a date. They'll set a date and they'll say it needs to be done by this time. And then it doesn't come around and they they sort of rename it. So it was global warming. Yeah. Uh, then it was climate change. Now it's uh, changed from climate change to the climate crisis. Um, <laughs> where is the crisis? Where is the crisis? It's the fucking you know, word of the last yeah. 19 months, isn't it, John? Not just when it comes yeah. to climate. Where is the fucking crisis? Where? 
I have not seen a goddamn crisis. If you'd taken away all the masks, the stickers and screens, it would have just been fucking normal, you morons. Sorry. <laughs> Autistic outburst there, John. That's fine. Uh, so does that... Be honest with yourself, you stupid fucking idiots, right? Be fucking honest with yourself. And this is not to the audience. This is for anyone watching in. If you'd taken all of that shit away, taken away the screens, the stickers, the muzzles, and walked around, what would your eyes have seen? Would they have seen a crisis? Would they have seen anything out of the fucking ordinary? I'll tell you. Because if you say yes, you're a fucking liar. This episode's getting deleted. Yeah, probably. Um, well, we segueing nicely into... There appears to be a shortage of CO2. <laughs> the fuck can that be? <laughs> so they're now claiming that there's a shortage of CO2, which is going to impact on our meat. So you're going to be short of meat because there's not enough CO2 to freeze it. <laughs> what do you think of that, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> oh, when I go to the hospital later, John, do I have to come yes. out? <laughs> oh, fucking hell. That's mental, isn't it? Oh, what is going on? <laughs> so, I think, I think um, you're starting to see the building blocks for the winter of discontent that is coming. Okay. Starting to, we, we've known yeah. it's been coming for fucking a yeah. year. I know, but your energy prices are ramping up. Okay, yeah. so you're going to get you're going to get people not able to either heat or eat. Um, you're going to have a shortage of food because there's not enough gas to freeze the meat. You're going to have a shortage of turkeys and things as well because there's not enough CO two to freeze the turkeys. So you're going to end up. Christmas dinner's at risk. <laughs> John. And there's not enough CO2 to pump into the greenhouses to keep the vegetable production up. John. Yeah. <laughs> no. Don't start cutting yourself. John. That's not a knife, mate. Oh, he's going to do it, isn't he? This is a knife. <laughs> so with this, right? I'll go yeah. in my kitchen at Christmas and I'll slice open my fresh fucking turkey. Oh, well done. For fuck's sake. Oh, no, there's not going to be any frozen. So just set it fresh and reduce the price a little bit, you fucking morons. We'll all order thing. one. Mental. We'll all Mental. order one. I like a bit of turkey. I, in fact, I, I, am, I am very partial to a turkey thigh. I am very partial. I do think there is a serious aspect to this, though, because with the the energy prices ramping up so rapidly, I think you're going to find a higher incidence of death amongst the old folk. I assume you're correct. And then what are they going to label that higher incidence of death as? Because everybody I, has an extremely short memory and won't care yeah. that they've been double slash triple pricked. They're gonna they're gonna label it COVID. Mm. Mm. 
And then, then guess what? I mean, we've already got Dan Andrews going. Well, if you look at it, if you look at the vaccine passport, it's not really going to be a vaccine passport, is it? Because come January, it's going to be your booster passport. Like <laughs> fucking hell, Dan. Fucking Australia, remove that prick, would you already? And anybody like you, right? Just, just, just kindly fire them because what they don't remember is the same with our leaders. It's the same with Emmanuel Macron over there in France. Ever yeah. these these people are not our rulers. They are elected to represent our interests. They are our employee. They are our servant. It is not the Public other way around. Servant. And they need to remember their fucking place. Yep. Yep. 100% right. I'm in Dude. fucking agony tonight, John. As you know, we spoke before the yeah. show. Yeah, right? I am not. I'm not pulling my punches tonight. I am not taking any shit, right? Because the public need to remember that what these people's places is, are. And, and those people themselves, they need to remember what their place is. Their place yeah. is not to rule us. Their place yeah. is to serve us. And and people need to do more of what happened to Justin Trudeau. Everywhere he's gone, he's got booed and stones thrown at him and, and, and just basically bullied out, out of the place and onto a bus. No. There were 106,000 people in the stadium last night trying to fuck you, Biden. Yeah, and the 106,000 in the American college football game. Yeah. And 69,000 at the NFL game. Yeah. So artifact in reality. And speaking, are some okay, you carry on. Speaking of Biden, speaking of Biden, yeah. what about AUKUS? AUKUS? <laughs> Which is the Australia, UK and US uh, deal. France, I would, yeah. I'd like to thank the fellow from Down Under. <laughs> I didn't see any of this. I know. I oh sort of know. God. Oh, you, you cannot. Have, I've got this. I will find this and send it to you. So Joe Biden forgot Scott Morrison's name. Oh, no. So Boris handed over to him. Okay. And he's going, thank you, Boris. And then he goes, and I'd like to thank um, Boris and and, um, and and the fellow from down under. <laughs> Cheers, mate. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, I need to see. Morrison's good. Fuck your submarines. <laughs> so artifacting reality asks, and this is a question once again. I'm not going. We're not going to be able to to answer, but we can yeah. opine. It says, do you think that the pricked will die in five years? No, no, I think it'll be sooner. I'm not. You, you, you know, we're actually quite contentious on this, aren't we, me? Yeah, right. Yeah. Because, well, because hey, you can't agree with everything all the time. Well, 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 exactly. And I'm still of the opinion that that it's not all that nefarious inside the needle. I think it's a shit medication that doesn't work. That's killing people, right? I, I do think yeah. that. But I think that it was it was only ever the precursor to the system. That's what I think. I think it was it was it was a necessity to get everybody into the system. And that's what I have thought and openly spoke about since May 2020. And I see no reason 
to not think that still. I, once again, I think it's a shit medication that clearly doesn't work that is on the side killing people. Yeah. Yeah, and and, and my my take on it is, yes, I agree, it is a shit medication that doesn't work, or does it? Because I think what it does is it targets the original COVID spike protein. It does, yeah. And and doesn't take any cognizance of the variants. And and the thing that does happen if you vaccinate in a pandemic is you will you drive variants. Variant. Yep, because you're because you're putting the virus under pressure that it doesn't normally have, so it will mutate rapidly, and you'll end up with variants that your antibodies can't cope with because they're getting bullied out of the way by the vaccine-derived antibodies, which will ignore the variant. And therefore, yeah. you're priming pe- I think you're priming people to die this winter. I, that's what I think, but I I would love to be proved wrong, um, and I hope I, 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 I think, hope that you are wrong. Yeah, I think we're going to see a lot of deaths this winter, and and of course, I, if we do, they'll just blame it on COVID. I I, I, I okay, so listen, I agree with your sum, summation that we're going to see a lot of deaths this winter. Yeah. I have no qualms agreeing with that, but context: a lot of the people are once again going to be old. They're going to be infirmed. Yeah, they're going to, yeah. They, it's it's not going to be. It's not going to be the you know the under sixties in any great measure. I don't think. Yeah, well, um, unless they go daft on kids, because this this whole um this Pfizer the Pfizer version on on teenagers is just crazy. I mean, look yeah, at it's the, crazy. Look at the the. The the risk reward benefit for teenage boys. There, 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 is, there is no, there is no, there is there no, there's, there's none, right? The the best thing to do is to just leave them alone. That yeah. is the best thing. Yeah. Um, and I I I don't get it. I I the thing is, I do get the push. I do get the coercion because if it is what I think it is. You would have to coerce and you would have to push and you would have to exclude in order to get everybody into the system. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I get Yeah, I because get, if you want if you want a social credit system, you need you need ninety percent of the people to buy in. And you need to get them while they're young. And that's why I've always thought I've always I've always listened to the phrase right back from the very beginning. Okay. Right back from the very, very beginning. We were always told we were six weeks behind France, right? And mm-hmm. I have, I have taken that phrase to heart. Do yeah. not mean where we are in an alleged pandemic, but where we are on how we're going to oppress our people. Yeah, right? and it's 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 not always six weeks. You know, it's it's back and forward, and it's yeah. But it seems to be that. When France do something, we go right ahead and do it too. And mm-hmm. as we have seen, uh, I don't know when the start that it could be October 1st, I'm not sure, but the pass sanitaire or the vaccine passport will now be extended to 12-year-olds. So anybody over the age of 12 will have to have a pass sanitaire or it's no fun, no takeaways, no restaurants, no nothing, no no fucking going swimming, 
none of it. And we sin. They've approved it despite the medical uh, body saying don't do it mm-hmm. because once again, we're going to see once our plan B, which is actually our plan A, is implemented. Um, we've just been given a little reprieve from it. That's all that's happened uh, because of probably some pushback, but they've written it in to plan B. Um, once that once that comes into force, you will see very quickly that the if, if it's not already from the word go, it will be very quickly extended to ages 12 and above, just like it has been in France. That, that's my prediction. Yeah, yeah. And And you know what? I, I hope our predictions don't come true. I know mine will. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. I, I know mine will. Um, well, I, I I do suspect mine will as well, but, you know, I, 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 mean, I fervently hope it doesn't. I mean, I remember sitting here last year thinking, saying, you know, we were going to get more lockdowns, we were going to, this, you know, all these things that came to pass were going to happen. And I told people it was going to happen. We were never getting out of this this year. And I was right. And I really didn't no, want to be. No. I mean, I, I, I will I will, re- I will, revise your phrase. We're never getting out of this full stop unless yeah. we get ourselves out of it. The system, yeah. I think, and I've nailed my colours to that mast since, since May 2020, the system is the goal. The system controls your life. It is not freedom. The fact that they can call it, unironically call it a freedom pass in places, uh, it's, yeah. it's literally the ultimate sacrifice of your freedom. It's not That's, a freedom pass. Yeah. Because not, if you are allowed to do things, as long as you do exactly as you are told by daddy government. And right now it's two pricks and we've seen from Israel and we've seen from Australia now that it's going to be free. Right. And then it'll be four and then it'll be five. And then it'll be Mr. Porter. You've had one too many cheeky serving your blanc from into Marche. We're going to make your tick across. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's where it's going. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, the, the thing as if you look at history, mm. any government that starts to impose these measures on its public generally fails. Well, no, not generally fails. This is the beginning of the end for any society that starts to do this. I agree. I agree with you. And, and, these, and these, I, I, yeah. these, these freedoms that have been taken, they're never given back. They're never given back. I mean, all you've got to do, and this is the thing. So I... I I tweeted something earlier on from my Twitter account that's I, I'm not going to name it, but it's from my from my old life, right? From when I used to do disabled travel and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been inactive on lock for the whole time, um, pretty much. And uh, I well, right at the beginning of this, before I did the same media, I warned people from that account. I said, this was going to happen. That was going to happen. It won't be for three weeks. That's when I lost all my friends because I actually stood yeah. up and stood up for freedom. Okay. So I tweeted earlier on, just, just, just out of, out of nowhere. First tweet in nearly two years. Definitely told you so. <laughs> yeah. And, did you get back? Nothing. Nothing. Oh, no, there is one person that's tweeted back saying, what do you mean? Oh, fuck off. They know what I mean. 
they know what I mean. And I, I, you know, at, at the at the end of the day, I didn't want to be right then. No, but I was, and yeah. I am still. And that's why when I said to you, I definitely know my prediction will come true. It's because I'm extremely confident. I'm extremely confident my prediction will come true. And even one, even the one prediction that I made that didn't come true at the time, I believe is coming true by the back door now, which was. I made I made a prediction last winter that we would see every person in this country submit to mandatory testing. Uh, and if you don't have your health pass and you want to do something, you must submit to mandatory testing. Yeah. I, I, I've been more I, I, I'm, I'm confident I'm big headed about this because I've been far more right about this alleged pandemic than Chris Whitty, Patrick Valance, Jonathan Van Tam, any of them have ever been. I've been far You're more Ferguson. right. <laughs> yeah, but everybody's been more right than Neil Ferguson. Let, let's face it. Let's face it. Like there would be more truth uh, and accuracy inside a dog's shit than there would inside Neil Ferguson. Yeah, I know. I know. Oh. Uh, it's it's insane. Right, lighten it back up. So, um, NHS overwhelmed again and the guardian the guardian have the audacity to tweet the nhs is likely to get overwhelmed this year isn't it overwhelmed every year sorry you're back all right sorry has not everyone been tweeting for the last year the picture of the guardian headlines every winter mm-hmm yeah, and the Guardian have the audacity to say NHS likely to be overwhelmed again this year. So no I was at, I was at A and E last night, John. Um, I actually rode to the hospital. My wife was there from just before four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Um, I'll explain what happened. So my wife's had a wisdom tooth push through, right? And it's got infected just just as it's come through. It's got infected. Yeah. Um. We called up the emergency dentist yesterday. Okay, we've got yeah. an emergency NHS dentist. We were met with on the phone. I'm sorry, we've got absolutely nobody in today because of COVID. Right? She just tacked the because of COVID on the end. So we've got no appointments. We've got nobody in today because of COVID. She says, but she says, have a full <laughs> clinic tomorrow. Everyone will be here tomorrow, magically, right? So I believe it was, uh, this is just me opining, by the way, I have to preface this for legal reasons, but I believe it was indeed because of COVID, because I believe that they were jabbing. I believe yeah. that they were out, because I know that in Scotland, at least, dentists have been offered £450 a day to jab, right? Yeah. So I think that's what's happened, because they clearly weren't ill. They clearly weren't ill, because they could, they're, they're, they're guaranteed to be in the next day. Yeah, and you want to say because of COVID? I, I don't believe them. I don't believe it. I, don't believe right? I think either. I I think they're using it as a convenient excuse. That's what I do. That's that's, well, that's especially that. Anyone you've ever called in the last almost two years now, the first message you get is, "Your call may take longer to be answered because of COVID." Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, this which is which is a ridiculous statement to make. Absolutely. It is. Right, so this continues, right, John? Um, yeah. 
So she says to her on the phone, go to A&E. Go to A&E, she says. Yeah. Right, so this is the emergency dentist that's supposed yeah. to be being paid. Right, so go to A&E. Okay. So she, she goes to A&E. And A&E is fucking rammed, John. Yeah. Well, and in, no, no, it, that's it just what happens when the doctors won't work. But this is exactly it, right? Because after about three hours, me and my son, we decided to jump on my mobility scooter and go to four miles to the hospital, right? Had a, yeah. had a bit of fun right, riding my mobility scooter, went, went up to, yeah. the, to the hospital. <sighs> when I arrived, it, it was indeed rammed, right? So I have to give you a bit of a... Uh, make a little mind map, if you will. So you go through the doors of the A&E, yeah? And the first... So this is how much they care about COVID. The first thing you encounter in A&E that you have to go straight past is the COVID zone. Right? So everybody going into A&E has to go straight past the COVID zone, which is on your left. Right? So every yep. single person has to pass the COVID zone. The COVID zone is just a few fucking dividers set up around some seats. Yeah? yeah. That's the COVID yeah. zone. It was 100% empty. I, I take it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 100% empty, not one yep. single soul in the COVID zone. I repeat, not one <laughs> single fucking soul in the COVID zone. Then you turn right, then you turn right past the COVID zone and you get into the main A&E waiting room where there were no seats because they were all shoulder to shoulder waiting to see a fucking doctor about things that what I could gather from conversations they should have been seeing the GPs for, and all yeah. of them were told to go to fucking A and E. Yep. So A and E is now being used as an out of hours doctor's surgery. That's what it's being used as. And well, it's, it's actually been used as an an hours doctor surgery as well. <laughs> gets better, John. Gets absolutely better, right? Because you, you know our son's autistic. So I'm at I'm at the vending machine getting our son a little chocolate bar. Mm -hmm. And my wife gets called in. And she gets called into an area completely away from everybody else for some reason. Don't know why. But um, we go down there because my son's freaking out. Where's his mummy? Right? Yeah. And they're having a go at us saying, you can't be here. You you can't visit. You can't be here. And I'm like, mate, he's autistic. Shut up. And, and, and I'm like, she's my carer. So we're going. Yeah. Yeah. They're not. They're not stopping. They got so arsy with us being there. They were arsy with that because of COVID, right? But when we got into the the little room that my wife was in, I, I don't know if you've seen the pictures. I did put them on social media. No, um, I haven't seen them. The floor. Of, this is infection control in hospitals, right? They're supposed to be doing it because of COVID. Yeah, supposed to be, be on top of it, super sharp. Put pictures on social media last night. There was a nice dollop and streaks of fresh red blood oh, over the floor. I did. Yeah. I did see them. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Infection control. Yeah. Caring yeah. about COVID. Yeah. Dollop yeah. and fresh streaks blood. of fresh red blood all over the floor. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm flabbergasted because they want to get shitty about yeah. me and my son going to my wife. Yeah. When they're, they're supposed to be this bastion of health, this 
bastion of infection control. And you know what? I'm, I'm in so much pain right now, John, and I have been all night because of an issue. And we've now, yeah. found, a, we've now found a fucking lump on my sternum, which appears to be causing all of the pain. All right? It, it appears to at least be radiating from that area, and it's going through my back, yeah. up under, under my shoulder blade. I haven't been able to eat a thing today, John. I feel sick. I mean, yeah. pain. There have been times today when I haven't been able to speak a word. Right? Um, just just before I came on air tonight, I had to soak myself in a hot bath just to make sure I'd be able to get through this. Yeah? Yeah. And in order to get this sorted tonight, I may have to go to accident emergency myself. Okay? Yeah. I'm, I'm scared, John. Let, yeah. me just, let me just preface it. I am scared. And not because... No. Of, of COVID but because they are overworked because they are overwhelmed yeah and when that happens I'm scared that they're going to miss things they're not going to look at things thoroughly they're not going to look at things yep. fully because they are rushing 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 okay and hopefully this is just something like a little hernia that's what I hope yeah, yeah. but if it's something any worse or something any sinister I'm scared they will miss it yeah I know what you mean, mate. I and know what you mean. I should, I should have been able to have face-to-face -face appointments. I should have been able to talk to people about this. I have yeah. been in this agony for nearly a year, John. Almost every single day without fail for nearly a year. And it's fucking yeah. hurting. It's really fucking hurting. <sighs> Excuse me. Are you all right, mate? You want to carry on? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm just letting out something I need to let out. I haven't let yeah, this out. I know. Excuse me. And I'm scared. Genuinely. Excuse me. Oh, sorry. Hopefully, like I say, it's just a little hernia or something yeah. like that. Yeah. But I am just, um, just you. You know what you've got to do. You've got to tell them what to do, basically. Well, I know where it's coming from now. You know, for over a year, well, nearly a year, I haven't known where the source of the pain was. Yeah. But when this lump has finally popped up out of nowhere under my sternum, I poked it, and everything else hurt. Is it so soft? Hey, it moves. Yeah, yeah, that's a good sign. Yeah, it does move. Yeah, um, that's a good thing. And it really, really, really fucking hurts, John. Yeah. It really hurts. Um, and <sighs> you've, you've got to, you've, you've also got to remember, when I tell you something hurts, I am currently on tramadol, muscle relaxants, codeine. Yeah. I'm on naproxen. I'm on fucking aspirin. I'm on, I'm on all of this at once. And if I'm telling you something hurts, it fucking hurts. Yeah. Two seconds. Okay, John's, 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 John will be right back. It hurts, man, Spencer. It really, really fucking hurts. That's all I can tell you. I've, I've been in this pain for nearly a year. And there's no relief. 
I mean, there's there's slight relief when I get in a hot bath. Like I'm saying, guys, I hope it's a hernia. I'm I'm just worried they're going to miss something. I'm worried that they're overworked, overstretched, because the GPs won't open their doors. That's the issue here, guys. The GPs will not open their doors. Yeah. They should have opened their doors. Well, they should never have closed them. Uh, see, this is this is the part I can't understand. What the hell are GPs scared about? Because GPs are used to this shit. They're used to this shit. I'll tell you what, GPs. Going back to work. How many times you've been in a GPs with a streaming cold or a flu or 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 some sickness? bug or whatever and and GPs don't bother they wash their hands after they're finished and they, they yeah. get about the business you know I'll tell you, I'll tell you what they're scared of John they're scared of going back to work yeah because they're, they're still they're, they're still getting their salaries for making phone calls yeah yeah I, and, I, they're, I, and they're going to get an enhanced rate for doing online consultations yeah yeah and so yet, you go to the you go to the doctors in France and it's like no problem it's a whole, you, you see face-to-face, -face, you get your appointment, and they'll spend as much time as they need to get to the bottom of what the problem is. It's a I, different world. My, my GP has, has always been pretty good to me, actually. I, I'm not going to lie. He, he does see me face-to-face, -face, but it's never same day or, or close, yeah. right? But, but on this... All he's ever done really is run bloods and we didn't yeah. know we didn't know about the lump. Yeah. We this is a new development, right? It popped up this morning. I, I think it may be a hernia, mate. Um it sounds like it. It, 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 it really hurts, man. Um and if uh, it's a if it's a diaphragm hernia, it will hurt. Yeah. yeah. And that's about where it is. Yeah. I think um, it could be that. And I like when it when it when it flares up big time. Yeah, I can't move. I can't speak. I feel sick. Uh, yeah. When it's when it's just radiating like it has been today, I can't eat. I, yeah. I, I, I mean, this is probably half the reason I've lost several stone again, John. You know, it could well be. It could. It, I, I I think it could be. Yeah. I mean, this shirt that you can see here on me, right? Yeah. This used to be this used to be skin tight. Yeah, like this. This is skin tight. <laughs> but this kind of feels like a tent now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It, it, used, it used to be skin tight. Um, and this has all happened over the last few months. I've been I've been losing losing weight again. Yeah. And I think there may be a correlation here. <laughs> because, yeah, well, like I, I think say, and, and I don't want to say I told you so, but we did tell you to go and get that checked out. All right. <laughs> right. Let's carry. Yeah, are you back? You're back. You're back. Yeah. Are you back? Right, I'm back. Good. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah. Yeah. But let's yeah, take yeah. your mind off things. Um. Right. What else have we got? Uh, what about Harold Bishop? Let's go back to Harold. What's Harold done again now? Well, he's done passport. Past vaccine passports and wheels, hasn't he? Yes, from the 11th of October. Um, and mm -hmm. uh, just, uh, just the, the brazenness of him. Oh, I don't think there's any harm in vaccine passports. 
Don't yeah, you I know. It's just there's just a few. Oh god, no! If we're gonna do Mark Draper properly, right? We don't have a Welsh accent. We have an Australian accent. Right? We're going to do Mark Drakeford properly. Uh, I don't think I see any harm there in vaccine passports. Uh, All right, Harold. Shut up, Harold. Nah, I'm I'm just telling you, right? Back in in Erinsborough, back in old Ramsey Street, we, uh, we used to use vaccine passports on the cafe all the bloody time. Okay. Shalini oh. says she can't. Shalini says you. She can't hear me. She can't can, hear you. No. It can. Can people hear me? I need to know. Whilst we continue the show, Any, Oh, Adam says we can hear you. Yeah. Okay. Maybe reboot your stream, Shalini. Oh well, I can't tell her because she can't hear me. Um, <laughs> Shalini, can you hear me? She says okay. Might be me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Right. Carry on, Harold. Uh, yes, well, back, back. Like I was telling you, back in Erinsborough, back in Ramsey Street. Um, she, uh, Shalini says she can hear you loud and clear. By the way, John. All right. Um, but uh, we we used to use vaccine passports on the calf all the time, except for it wasn't for uh, it wasn't for uh, COVID nineteen, of course, because we didn't have that then. It was for yellow fever. We just thought we'd be a little bit fucking different. <laughs> Yeah, indeed, indeed. Right, um, I am looking at my list. I that I did recover. Macron has a yeah. tantrum. No, no, we didn't. We didn't cover Macron has a tantrum. Yeah, Mac- Macron's had another tantrum, has he? Well, he 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 pulled all his ambassadors back, hasn't he? From UK, oh yes, yeah. Didn't know, did, did didn't he leave the one in Australia? He pulled the no, UK and the he, US. I thought it was, I thought he'd left the one in the UK. Oh I yeah, mean, he has. That's right. Yeah, so he's pulled the one in Australia and he's pulled the yeah. one in the US. And then there's a bit of a fuck you to Boris. He's like, you can't keep the ambassador. I do not want him. <laughs> I do not want him. No ambassador for me. I, so I, I mean, what the fuck is all that about? That's just ridiculous. Uh, my name is Emmanuel Macron, and uh, you will uh, you will all do as I say, or I will have tantrum and throw the toys out of the pram. I did. Um, I did have to defend the French today. So what I think, <laughs> not... what I think, what I think has happened before you you defend the yeah. French. What I think has happened is Emmanuel's pretty salty that he wasn't included. Yeah, oh, he's, he's knows his well out of joint, and he's lost fifty billion because yeah. of the contract. Yeah, but I did have to defend the French today because people were having a go at them mm. for this whole thing and Macron being a bit of a knob, and and I'm saying don't confuse the French with the French government. That's because, true, because the French. The French are very, very much still aware of what happened in World War Two and who helped them out. I mean, I've been to the beaches and I've been to the D-Day beaches in France, and you still see parents with their kids teaching them about what happened. You know, because when you walk down the beaches, it's full of monuments and it's got all the information plaques, and you'll see French people there studying them and telling their kids about what's going on and stuff like that. 
they still fly British, Canadian, and um, UK flag. Uh, sorry, British, Canadian, and American flags. They've got loads of tanks set up, set out as monuments. They've got the gun emplacements and everything. Um, they really and they have they have a what would you call it um, museums and things like that. So mm. you know the French are very much aware of what happened and they very much appreciate it. You know, and 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 see if you're British and you're walking around that area, they'll come up to you and and you know and and basically say thank you for what happened. That's, uh, and you know there is this stereotype that the French are very very arrogant, right? Yeah. There is this stereotype, and the thing is, I have witnessed it myself, obviously. Um, and Paris, yes, I was going to say, city living French people, yeah, are are a different breed. Yeah, I mean, I. I I have some French friends who live in the city, but come from regions where you are actually. Yeah. Um, around that way, and they they go to work seasonally in Paris, and then they go home, and they are some of the loveliest people I have ever met in my life. Yeah. They are. They are. They are beautiful people. Um, and and we're they, we're actually back to what I said earlier is. It doesn't matter where the city is. Are you okay? Yeah. Okay. It doesn't matter where the city is. Big cities are all the same. You know, some of the people in big cities are assholes. Yeah. And they always will be. Yeah, but the same rule applies to a small town. Yeah, but it's, I, it's multiplied. I, I, it's well, yes, yes, and no. What happens in a small town is you will get the odd asshole but the majority of people are nice. Whereas in a big city, what you find is a lot of the arseholes have gone to the big city <laughs> from the small towns. It's true. It's absolutely true, John. Um, and also, but like I say, the, the ones that migrate up there seasonally, the ones that yeah. are, are up there to, to, to work and things like that and to follow their dreams, in fact, some of them. Yeah. Um, they 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 still have that that rural small town sort of I don't know glow of friendship in them camaraderie and yeah camera this they're they're a different breed they absolutely yeah. are yeah um and and in that respect you know the stereotype is moot in my opinion like I yeah. say I have seen it I've seen it firsthand oh in yeah fact, in fact one woman in a train station is 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 a is an anecdote for you. She wanted to get into the lift, right? We were queuing for the lift at the train station. Yeah. So she literally pushed my daughter's buggy out of the way so she could push past us into a lift. Nice. She literally pushed the buggy with the kid in. Yeah. yeah. And uh, nice. my wife had to stop me from assaulting her. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 I wouldn't have hesitated. And I'm, I'm sorry if that offends anybody, but she pushed my daughter over. Yeah. No, it doesn't yeah. offend me. What she yeah. did offends me. That's yeah. what happened. What, what yeah. offends that? That's what offends me as well. Yeah. And uh, like she was behind us trying to get into the lift, and we were waiting in line. And French. This is one thing I will say about city French. Very very. They don't do queues, John. Yeah. They they they, they just push. They just push, and they just. There's no lines. Um, John, they, 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 they do seem to queue here down and down where I am queues aren't a problem they right. will queue well they, they don't in the city 
Disney. I mean, yeah, when I, I was at, so when when I was at Disney, what they actually had to do? See Paris. See Paris. Forget Paris because Paris isn't France. No, it's uh, I, French, but it's not France. And I'm going to say the, the the Disney region is America. That's, yeah. the, it's, it's America. And Paris, Paris is not France. That's not what the French are like. I mean, let me give you an example of how Disney is America, right? So in the second theme park called Disney Studios, yeah, they have built a fictionalized version of Paris. Yeah. That's very, you know, the stereotypical Americanized view of yeah, Paris. Yeah, from the aristocrats. <laughs> uh, no, it's from Ratatouille, actually. Oh, right, okay. Right, so... Um, so they've, but it, but literally, if you go into the second, into the main park, and you go up the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse to the top, yeah, right, you can see the real Eiffel Tower. You yeah. don't need, you don't need to, you don't need to go and look at their Americanized fake one. In the in the yeah. main park, you can literally go up in the middle of their their main park, up the top of a treehouse, you can see the real fucking thing. It's right yeah. there. I mean, it's not right there; it's quite far away. But yeah. But, but 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 from that same location, you can either go and look at their their fake one that they've built. That's you know, fucking yeah. not real, or or you can go and look choose the real one, and it's <laughs> over there. There's the real one. In fact, there's also on the resort a giant helium balloon that you can get in. You get into a cage, and they send you up into the sky, right? Right. And you can see the real one. And yeah. in fact, from the helium balloon, you can see the real one and the fake one at the same time. <laughs> hey, you can go to Vegas and see the fake Eiffel Tower. You can. You can indeed. Um, we, we should do that one day, John. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, we, should. Should, we should go oh, to indeed. Vegas. Chasing yeah. descent from Vegas. Just set yeah, a little, yeah, set a little crate table up out the front of the Bellagio fountains, and <laughs> just do the show from there. And I don't, yeah. I don't think the Las Vegas PD would give two shiny shits because people do stuff like that all the time. Yeah, and you get away with a lot of shit in in, in America, especially yeah. if they think you're if they think you're press or or anywhere involved in making a movie. You'll do well. The only thing they'll ask for is a license, would if you're making a movie. So Adam says I'm definitely coming, and Shalini says I've always wanted to go to Vegas. This could be a group trip, guys. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Vegas, baby, Vegas, baby, and then you'll all go lose your money on the slots, and I'll just go to the buffets and get fat again. Well, the last time I was in Vegas, I won a poker tournament. Oh, the last time you're in Vegas, eh? I've never yeah. been, you lucky bastard. Oh yeah. <laughs> are you are you a good Holden player, John? Uh, yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm pretty good. Oh, we'll have to have we'll have to have a game. <laughs> Indeed. The okay. last poker tournament I played was at Grosvenor Casino in Brighton. I was invited right. to play. It was years ago. I was 21, yeah. 22, and I came second. Oh, so, that's not bad. That's pretty I'm, good. I'm not too bad a player. Yeah. I'm not too bad. <laughs> I haven't played in years. I'm very, very rusty. I haven't like played for a couple of years. I was going to say, it's like riding a bike, isn't it? You you sort of yeah. know how to play yeah. cards. Mm. And, it was quite uh, good because we were in Vegas and, and it was just a walk-in tournament and, you know, I paid the money. It was like 20 bucks or something. And we're, we're, playing, we're playing the tournament and there was this guy sitting beside me and we were chatting 
and he um, he kept going out for a fag, and every time he came back, somebody was missing, and he would go, "What happened to him?" And I says, "I oh, he, he 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 was knocked out," and he would go, "Who knocked him out?" And I would go, "I did." <laughs> That's hard to put three or. That's happened about three or four times. I was going to say, continually going for fags could be good in one respect because you're skipping yeah. right hand, but you are still matching blinds as you're, as you're going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, exactly. you're still matching, so you're losing chips, but 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 it but it could, but yeah. yeah. I, I want to, and now but I want to go to Vegas. It got it got down to the final three, okay. And the crip, the you know the the crip, uh, what do you call it? The dealer, the dealer goes. Do you want to um? Do you want to split? I.e., we would all get, we would basically all get a third of the pot, but the guy with the biggest chips would get slightly more. And I was a short stack, and I said, yeah, I'm okay to split. And the the guy beside me who was second, he goes, yeah, I'll split. And then this other guy on the other side of the table goes, no. He says he was a big stack, and he goes, no, let's play. And and Dick Taylor goes okay, so we played, and within two hands I take diamonds, it. Two thirds of a check. I was a Boy, can that guy! Boy, can that guy! 
Tom Hanks and Ian McKellen. <laughs> Who did? Me and a few friends. They were filming the Da Vinci Code in London. <laughs> yeah. We chased them up the road and we managed to get handshakes and hellos from Tom Hanks and Ian McKellen when we were kids. That's all right. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have I have hugged Bruce Dickinson from Iron Maiden. Yeah. Uh-huh. I have uh, uh, who else have I? I've, I've met so many people, just just and, and so many of them are randomly as well. Yeah, um, fucking loads, just loads. I, I I don't know how to I don't know how to broach who's the most famous. I mean, I must say it's probably Tom Hanks and Ian McKellen. Um, I bumped, in that into, I bumped into Jeremy Clarkson in Barcelona Airport once. We bumped into Jeremy Clarkson <laughs> in Gatwick Airport. <laughs> and um, who's a who's a oh my god who's a who's a Scottish guy? Um, Robert Carlyle in Glasgow Airport. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Adam says uh, he sat next to Richard O'Brien from the Crystal Maze at Centre Park oh, on a bench eating his lunch. Yeah. <laughs> you. <laughs> Or, or should I say, Ob Job? Uh, not Ob Job. What was his name in the Rocky Horror? Uh, oh, fucking... What's his name? Um... What's his name in the Rocky Horror? He, no, but he wrote. He wrote. Richard O'Brien wrote. Was it Frank and Furter? No, that was Tim Curry. No, it's, what, no. Tim Curry was Tim Curry Frank and Furter. Yeah, Tim Curry was Frank and Furter. Spencer says Gatwick is the best airport. In the world. Oh, I've met somebody else in Gatwick. Who the hell was it? Oh, I can't remember. <sighs> no, it's gone. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. No, Lisa. No, Lisa. What? Kate McCann was on a plane from Mallorca oh, to EMA. No. That was awkward. <laughs> that's, that's infamous, not famous. 
Oh, it was Riff Raff. That's right, Adam. Riff Raff. That's that. It was yep. Riff Raff. Riff Raff. <laughs> that was that. Um, that film makes no fucking sense. No, it doesn't. It, it makes no fucking sense whatsoever. Right. That's nearly two hours. Let's um, let's cover the last two points. How are we at two hours? That's gone well fast. That's that's not bad. Um, mad cow disease raises <sighs> its head. What's going on there? Another fear monger. That's what's going on there. Yeah, yeah. That's all. That's well, all. Should we get big? Neil Ferguson's modelled BSE before, isn't he? Yeah, but. Uh, this 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 mad cow disease thing that's going to be another economy killer because it's going to stop all the export of British meat. Oh, I'll eat mad cow disease, fucking riddled beef. Yeah, yeah, you will, but it'll stop the exports. Well, that means more cheap beef for us. No, but it doesn't. It means it means more farmers going out of fucking business, doesn't it? Yeah, that's true. I mean, but but apparently they've quarantined it. You know, because they've they've done the COVID quarantine. They've, they've, they the the, 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 cows, the cows are indoors for 28 days, John. But, but here's a thought, right? So, does this not make a complete mockery of zero COVID? Zero COVID is not a thing, John. Yes, I know it's not a thing, but Australia and New Zealand think it is. But would so would does sun- fucking arsehole and psychopath deep tea Gerda Sandy? <laughs> yeah, but-, okay. but bear with me, bear with me from a purely, from a purely mental exercise. If you were che- trying to achieve zero COVID, which they are, they obviously think they can, would would the sudden appearance of mad cow disease not say, hold on, there hasn't been a mad cow disease incidence for fucking something like 20 years and yeah. suddenly it appears. So zero yeah. COVID is a not a thing. Well, zero COVID, we always knew zero COVID was not a thing. Yeah, I know, I know we know, but I'm just trying to, I'm trying to put it in, in well, terms I, that I, 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 I can let understand. Me, let me, let me just, let me just, let me just, let me just do you a little song about the zero COVID zero, shall I? <laughs> <laughs> should we do a little should we do a little song about go zero on. COVID salad I'm going to make this up go as I go on. along I'm going to make it up as I go along okay. I wonder if my guitar's even in tune it doesn't really matter because it's about zero COVID salads it's kind of in tune or is that transposing I am left handed but this is a right handed oh. guitar my God, I'm left handed as well. <laughs> Zero COVID. It's a myth. Zero COVID cannot be achieved. Out in it is a fucking liar, an opportunist, zero COVID. Cannot be achieved. Zero COVID. The biggest grift on the planet. Zero COVID. 
and they know that they are lying. Zero COVID. It cannot be a cheat. Zero COVID. We're gonna get ADEs. <laughs> Zero COVID. It cannot be achieved. Zero COVID. Listen, it's not a thing, deep tea. By the streams that cannot possibly be achieved. Zero COVID. Zero COVID. Zero COVID. Zero COVID. It cannot be achieved. Deep tea. And your indie sage sackos zero COVID. <laughs> Crawl back under your rocks where you came from. Yeah, I think I think we should market that. I you just made, made that. On, you made that made, up. on the spot. That was pretty cool. That was I good. Just, I just made that up on the spot. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't sing you it again. Because I, no. I just made well, it. Up well, on the hey, we've got it recorded. Oh yeah, we do. We got. We, we yeah. got it recorded. Yeah. <laughs> I hope my impromptu voiceover didn't go awry. No, it was all right. It was slightly out of time because of our time differences. But that's other than yeah, that. Right. You know, it, right. it, was, it was pretty good. Um, pretty good. Last Zero thing. Code. Last thing for me. Right. So whoever. Whoever thought that having a climate conference in Glasgow in November <laughs> was a good idea has a wicked sense of humour. <laughs> and are they going to get snowed in, John? Yeah, well, possibly, but they'll certainly get they'll certainly get rained on. I would suggest you. I strongly suggest you bring an umbrella, but. Apart from that, apparently Glasgow is rat infested. Do you know what Glasgow doesn't have, John? What? Zero COVID. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'm surprised they're still having this fucking thing. It really is ridiculous. It's ridiculous to have a climate conference in Glasgow. But aren't they, aren't, aren't, isn't Alexander Boris the uh, Fairfield Johnson now getting on a plane and flying to America? Yeah, he has just now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but we're not allowed. We're not. We're not allowed to do that, are we, John? Scott Morrison's going as well. And he's, oh! he, won't even let, he won't even let his fucking citizens come back home. I know what a cunt. I don't know. What an absolute. What an absolute cunt. I think we've got the, the uh, show title. Is it zero, zero COVID? Yeah. And I think we'll open with the song. Zero COVID. <laughs> so you've got you've got to do it. You got to, if you're gonna do it. 
You gotta make it emotional. You gotta bring it down, John. Just yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was good, mate. Yeah, that's <laughs> been a good show. Yeah, it has been a good show. Now I, I, I am going to go back to the couch. Yep. I'm going to scream into a pillow, John. Yeah. Um, and uh, then I am going to consider taking myself off to the hospital tonight. That is, that is the plan going forward. I am in a fucking rupturous agony. Um, Let the other, you know how you get on. I will do. The other option is I am going to put myself in another hot bath before I do anything because that does yeah. help. <sighs> and the hot tub is currently deflated or else I'd have got to frame myself in that because we are building a little shack for it to go inside of <laughs> and then we are going to reinflate it yeah well a, a wise choice considering winter is coming winter is coming as Chris Whitty said uh, winter with the uh, I tell you what's not coming Chris Whitty zero covid <laughs> It's endemic. Live with it. It's endemic. Just like the flu. It's yep. endemic. The only one talking shit is you, Chris Whitty. <laughs> I'll need to get that incorporated into the next version. I'm I'm telling I'll tell you what, I, I could I could I can make songs up on the spot all day long. It's, it's yeah, one of my no, you, you, you just use those four chords. You use A minor, F, C, and G. Right? Over and yeah. over again. Just go around on a loop. Uh, and you can do them at any tempo. You can do, bring them up, bring them down. Uh, and you can do them in any order as well. And they will sound like completely different songs. Yeah. This is the secret of the music industry. It's uh, A minor, F, C, and G. Most songs. <laughs> right? They, yeah. there's, a, there's a comedy skit. Uh, by a band called The Axis of Awesome, but they've got a point. Like, hold on, I'll get the guitar back out. And they call it four chords. It's like, bam, 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 bam. I say it. There's a lock on the fire. And it burns right before you. Tomorrow comes one desire. Take me away. You know that song? Yeah. How about... that one it's it's all an illusion isn't it uh what about <laughs> so lately been wondering who will be there to take my place when i'm gone need love to light the shadows on your face if a greater wave shall fall and fall upon us some 
and a dream of sand and stone. Could you make it on your own? If I could, then I would. I go wherever. Same chords. Same chords. Yeah, yeah. It's all an illusion. It's an illusion. You've destroyed music for me. I come from a lot down under. Women blow men gender. It's the yeah. same song over and over yeah. again. It's the, it's the music industry secret. And, and if you want to go to for a quick song, yeah. zero COVID. Same chords. Yeah. 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 That's, 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 that's basically every every catchy famous song has some iteration of those chords in a in a, it'll be a different key no it's not the same chords for fuck you boris spencer it's not um <laughs> actually yeah plus e minor so it's it's it, they're all included um but but we do have e minor as well and and e minor is that that lovely deep beautiful I'm a musician, John. <laughs> yes. I, I, can, I can play. I can play the guitar. I can play the bass. I can play a little bit of the piano. Uh, when my legs were good, I could play the drums, but I can't really do that anymore. Um, I can sing. I, I can. Oh, I can even do a bit of opera sometimes. <laughs> oh. On Right, I really hurt my diaphragm job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That really hurt. Yeah, yeah, I think it could be a diaphragm. It could be a, a um, di- diaphragm hernia. Well, when I when I when I do deep stomach singing, I always do it from my diaphragm, and that yeah. has hurt. That that has yeah. hurt. Yeah, go and get it checked out, mate. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to. Yep. Um, so it's a uh, good night from me. But first of all, Bren's gonna pimp himself. Oh, of course I am. I'm going to pick myself in the chat right now. But for those uh, who are not watching live, uh, I, I, I am, I am, I am, I am, I'm a bit of a whore um, when it comes to to all of this. And everything I do is funded completely by my audience. So thank you to the ones that are listening now and to the ones that listen. Uh, there are ways you can support me. Uh, there is Patreon.com forward slash Descent Media, and on Patreon you can uh, support us from as little as two pounds and fifty pence a month. But if you go onto the ten pound, uh, if you go onto the ten pound one, you're going to get an exclusive fun show once a month. Um, and uh, if you're able to support me in the more immediate future, it's buymeacoffee.com forward slash descent. And uh, before we go, John is going to whore himself. Yes, um, I did tweet earlier. Please allow me to buy better wine. So I'm showing you some skin. <laughs> with that, with that, it's buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaipo, J-A-I-P-O. J-A-R-E-O. And anything is appreciated because we, like Ben, 
we I work on the value for value model. So if you value what we're putting out, then please feel free to drop us a little remuneration. That's and, all uh, we ask. Uh, and I'm kind of paying my bills with it at the moment. So thank you all. Thank you all. This is literally yeah. how, I, how this is this is it. Descent Media is, is going to be my life, my future, my kids' future. And you guys built that for me, and I will be forever grateful for it. Every 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 show, every week, everything. Thank you. So with that, it's good night from me in the van in France, and it's good night from me in L'Estudio, uh, soon to be in the van in France, though. Good night. Good night, man. Take care. Take care.